Thanks for joining us today for the Fellowship Baptist Church podcast. If you'd like to learn more about our ministry, visit fbcpanamacity.com. Now, here's today's message. Matthew chapter number four is where we're going to be this morning. And we're going to look at verse number 18, Matthew chapter number four and verse number 18. The Bible says this, and Jesus walking by the Sea of Galilee saw two brethren, Simon called Peter and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea for they were fishers. And he saith unto them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. And as we start off this new year, I want to preach a message entitled, Heed the Call. Heed the Call this morning. Let's pray. Lord, we love you. We're so thankful for your precious word. We're thankful uh, for another year. Lord, we're thankful that we have the opportunity to serve you in 2023. God, we're thankful that even though we start a new year, we still serve the same Savior. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. We're thankful for that promise. God, as we get into your word this morning, as we start off this new year, would you help us to be encouraged by this message that you would, Father, just uh, stir our hearts when it comes to the call of God to follow him so that we might become fishers of men. Lord, I need you this morning. I pray that you would fill me with your spirit, that you would give me the exact words to say this morning, that it might touch the heart of your people here and that it would change our lives. God, that we would leave today different than when we came in. We love you, Father, and it's in your precious and holy name that I pray. Amen. We all like, uh, well, as Russell said, uh, maybe some of us don't like new, but most of us, I would say, like new, right? A new car, new house, uh, new clothes, um, a, lot, a lot of us during this Christmas season, I'm sure, opened up some new gifts, some things that were new to us. Uh, my wonderful, beautiful, lovely wife surprised me this year and, and redid my office uh, here at the church. And so uh, we're not going to have an open house to the office this week because it's not clean, but I'll make sure it is here soon so you can see that wonderful new office uh, that she was able to do. Uh, but we, li- we like the new things, right? I like coming upon a new year. Uh, to be honest, it's really just another day, but it's nice to uh, start a new year. It's like a, a, a refresh, right? It's a new start. Um, it's some things that we can look back at 2022 and, and see that we did that, hey, we need to stay away from that this year. We need to do a better job this year. It's a, it's a fresh start, a, a something new. But we find here in Matthew chapter number four, a call of Jesus to Simon Peter and to Andrew. And we have to understand that this call of Jesus is not anything that is new. This has been a call. It's been the call of our Savior to believers for over 2,000 years. And he still calls for us to follow him. He still calls us to go fishing for men. He still calls us to discipleship. And one area I would say in our churches that I believe 
is lacking is discipleship. I know looking here at our church and examining our church, we lack in this area. We lack in discipleship. We lack in this call of God to be fishers of men. And I'm preaching to myself as much as I am to anyone else. But just to be honest, we lack. And understand when discipleship is weak or when it is lacking in a church, the church will face decline. You see, a church that is not intentional about discipleship and making disciples has missed the very reason why they exist. And a church that does not evangelize, someone once said, will fossilize. A church that does not evangelize will fossilize. Why do we have such a problem when it comes to canvassing or going out and knocking on doors and inviting people or, or inviting people to church? Or why do we have tracks that we hold on to for, for, for a long time? It's because discipleship and disciple making is not important to us. We lack in this area of discipleship. You see, fellowship needs to be intentional in discipleship. Amen? We need to be intentional. Why? Because Jesus was. Because Jesus was. That's the best answer I can give you. Why? Because Jesus was. You see, today I want to preach on this subject, and I want us to look at Jesus' call and encourage you and I to heed that call. And like I said this morning, as I was putting this message together and preparing for it, I became very convicted. Because this is an area in my life where I lack. And I just want to be honest with you, church. What a, what a, a wonderful way to start off the year 2023, to be reminded of this call of God in, in our life. To be fishers of men. I want us to, first of all, see the demonstration of this call. The demonstration of this call. In verse number 19, he says, And he saith unto them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. So first of all, we see this invitation. This is an invitation from Jesus. He says, follow me. Right? Come with me. And Jesus offered really a simple invitation here to Simon Peter and to Andrew, his brother. Listen, there was nothing special about these two men. They were simple fishermen. There wasn't nothing, there was no royalty about them. There was nothing special or unique about these individuals. They were fishermen. They were common individuals, and yet Jesus invited them to follow him. He came to them and he extended this call to them. In Luke chapter number five, it's a parallel passage of scripture to this account. And, and Luke, he kind, of, he kind of paints more of a picture of this account. And he begins to tell us that, that before Jesus makes this call to follow him and to make fishers of men, that before this happens, Jesus performs a miracle. They were fishing, and they, the Bible says that they toiled all night. And Jesus comes to them and says, hey, I want you to cast your nets on the other side. And Peter says, Lord, listen, he says, I'm, I'm a fisherman. You know, I, I know kind of what I'm doing. And we've toiled all night and we've caught nothing. 
and you want me to cast my net on the, on the other side? Well, he goes on and he, he ends up doing it, right? He casts the net on the other side and the, the Bible says that Jesus performs this miracle and the nets begin to break. And it's a wonderful story. But right when that happens, Simon Peter falls to the ground at Jesus's feet and he says, Lord, depart from me, a sinner. And I believe in that moment, Peter accepted Christ. I believe that was the moment of salvation in Peter's life. He realized, he repented of his sin and said, Lord, I know I'm a sinner and I need you, Lord. And it was after this moment in his life that he, Jesus, gives this call to follow me. And so I believe it is a call to discipleship. And Jesus extends this call to all who have received him this morning. Have you received Jesus this morning? Raise your hand. He's given you that call. He has invited you to follow him so that you might become fishers of men. You understand that he comes to ordinary people like you and me, and he invites us to follow him? You see, many are saved, and yet they have not fully surrendered themselves to follow Christ in obedience. And if you are saved today, you are invited to follow Jesus. What a privilege Invited by the Son of God to follow him? Wow. We understand that they obey. They, the Bible says they forsook their nets and they, they followed him. But we also see the expectation. He says, follow me. You see, as Jesus invited Peter and Andrew to follow him, he fully expected them to do so. You see, he did not expect them to debate Right? He didn't expect them to hesitate or to make up some type of an excuse. And I fear that too many today view the call of Jesus to discipleship as something optional. Or, or, a pers- or pursue, um, it's something that we can pursue at a later time. You see, the call to discipleship is being extended today, church. It's today. It's not when my life gets all situated, then I'll follow the call. It's not until I get all my ducks in a row, then I can follow the call. No, that invitation is today to follow the call of God. He does not invite us to consider joining his work. He doesn't doesn't want us to delay such pursuit to a more convenient time for us. He mentions nothing about taking the time to pray about the matter. He is calling today for us to follow him. And he fully desires us to respond in obedience. You see, Jesus saved us. Let me say this. Jesus saved you for something. Jesus saved you for something. If Christianity was was just all about having eternal life, he would not leave you here on this earth after salvation. He has saved you and I for a purpose, and that purpose is to follow him and make fishers of men. You see, we are to grow in our relationship with Jesus. We are called to reproduce. We are called to discipleship. There's an expectation to the call. But also we see an obligation. He says, follow me. Again, this call was not extended for their consideration. 
Jesus had spoken and they were obligated to respond. Understand this. He would not have forced them if they were unwilling to follow. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is they were obligated to respond to the call. And you as a believer today are obligated to respond to the call. Now you can either respond and reject the call or you can respond and accept the call. But you're obligated to respond to the call. Amen? Because this call is not just for Peter and Andrew. This call is for you. This call is for me. You see, many feel that the call to discipleship is reserved for the pastor. So false. The call to discipleship is just for the deacons or for those that are in leadership position or the Sunday school teachers. Jesus is calling every believer to follow him. You see, there's two kinds of members in churches. There are consumers and there are coworkers. There are consumers and there are coworkers. To the consumer church attender, obedience to the word of God, reading the Bible, memorizing scripture, serving one another, and sharing the gospel are optional to the consumer. And this can't be what Jesus envisioned when he commanded us to make disciples of all nations. The, the longer we continue with this form of Christianity, this consumerism of Christianity, the longer people will remain comfortable as consumers and not co-workers in the gospel. And the longer that we sit here and just consume, 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 and do not put forth an effort and not try to make fishers of men, the more we will go comfortable and we will fossilize. Because it's comfortable to sit and consume. <laughs> it is. But are we going to heed the call? There's an obligation. You know, it's my goal, and, and Pastor Josh as well, we've talked about this. It's our goal to move this church from consumerism to participation in 2023. And we're going to try everything that we can to try to get you to participate. And we just want you to be willing to do so. Amen? And we want to be willing to do so. Because we understand that it starts with us. And we have to reach people. And we have to make disciples. And we have to lead in that way. But we have to move out of this consumerism to participation. Is discipleship comfortable? No. Is witnessing to people comfortable? No. But it's necessary in the life of a believer. Are we heeding the call? Are we heeding the call? We see, first of all, the, the demonstration of the call. But number two, I want us to see the preparation in the call. He says, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Of men. This call involves preparation. You understand, first of all, what I want us to see here is the authority in this call. You know, Peter and Andrew 
had not received a call to discipleship from just any ordinary man, right? This would, have inv- this would involve, this call would involve labor unlike anything that they had known. Jesus was not just any other uh, villager who desired assistance. He was the eternal God-man. And their work would not be dependent upon the abilities or the wisdom of some ordinary man. No, the son of the living God had called them and he would equip them to do that work. And let me say this this morning, we must remember who we belong to. We must remember who is giving us this call. We must remember, we must recognize Jesus' plan to build his church. When Jesus ascended it back into heaven, back to the Father, what did he do? He entrusted the work of the church to spirit-filled believers. That's you. That's me. He entrusted the work of building his church to spirit-filled believers. We should not fear failure. We should not resign to defeat. Listen, Jesus himself has called us into the work of discipleship. Don't fear failure. Don't fear defeat. Jesus is with you. That's why he says, follow me. Come with me. Be with me. The creator of the universe is with you to help you. We see the authority, but also we see the dependency. He says, follow me. As Peter and Andrew followed the Lord, he promised to make them fishers of men. And I hope you see the significance here. In order to be effective in the work of discipleship, they had to depend on Jesus, right? They had to depend on him. They did not currently possess the ability to be successful in being a fisher of men. That's why the Bible says that I will make you fishers of men. It's a, it's a process. And it would never have happened apart from the working of Jesus in their life. And as he worked in their lives, making them fishers of men, they would be used of the Lord in a great way. So much so that the Bible later on says that they turned the world upside down. But it all started when they said, I'll follow you. You know, that took a little while before the world was turned upside down. But they still decided to follow him. That's where it started. But we also see, let let me say this. this. This is likely one of the greatest hindrances among the church today. And that is this. We are not dependent on Jesus. We are not dependent on Jesus. And this fundamental principle, and it is a fundamental principle, right? It has not changed and it never will change. We remain dependent upon Jesus for our wisdom, for strength, and for increase, right? Paul watereth, Apollos, uh, 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 Paul planted, Apollos watereth, but who gives the increase? God. We must depend on him. Listen, if our lives are to be effective in discipling others, 
if we're going to be fruitful, it will only be through the power of God. I love in Matthew chapter number 28, where we have the great commission is what we call it. Jesus comes to his disciples and says, hey, I'm leaving. I'm going to die. I, 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 he, he was already rose again. He said, I'm, a, I'm ascending into, into heaven. I'm going back to the Father. And the, the disciples begin, the Bible says, in verse number 17, they began to doubt. They didn't think they could do it. God, you're leaving. You're leaving the, the authority. You're, you're leaving the, um, the, the working of the church up to us. You're, you're going to put that in our hands? And what does Jesus say? He says, hey, fear not. Don't worry. Don't doubt. I have all power in heaven and in earth. And oh, by the way, I am with you, even until the end of the world. Right? So he tells us, hey, I'm with you, but we must depend on him. He says, I will make you fishers of men. In Mark chapter 1, verse 17, the Bible says this, another parallel passage to the account. And Jesus said unto them, come ye after me, and I will make you to become fishers of men. Mark here reveals their becoming fishers of men was not immediate. And as they obediently followed Jesus, and as they began to walk with him and learn of him, they would become fishers of men. They did not currently possess the wisdom or the ability to be fishers of men. That's why he said, I'm going to make you. And this would require time and commitment. And if you want to be a successful fisher of men, it's going to take time and it's going to take commitment. You see, with salvation comes this call. Amen? Would you all agree with me? With salvation comes this call. To follow Jesus and to disciple others. But this is not an immediate transformation. In order to be an effective disciple, we must continue to follow Jesus. We must continue to help each other grow in our faith. Our walk with Jesus and our service to him is a continual process. Let me say this though. The longer that we walk with him and follow him, the more we get to know him. And let me say this, the more you get to know him, the more you'll want to tell others of him. And so as we follow him and we help each other follow him, we'll get to know him better and then we can't help but tell of him. That's how it works. We see the preparation in the call. Then lastly, we see the priority in the call. What's the priority? He says, follow me and I will make you, what church? Fishers of men. That's the priority. Make you fishers of men. Jesus revealed that he would make them fishers of men. Peter and Andrew, they understood fishing, right? They knew the concept of fishing. They made their living on the Sea of Galilee, right? They, they knew about fishing and they would continue to fish, but they would now be fishing for men. 
They had been zealous and they were committed to the business of fishing on the Sea of Galilee. But now Jesus says, hey, I want you to have that same zeal and that same commitment to fish after men. I would think it's safe for us, for me to assume that everyone here understands the concept of fishing, right? You probably understand, right? I mean, a net or a line is cast into the water and we hope to catch a fish. That's the purpose of the pursuit. I mean, I know there's some of us who probably just like nature. They like to just get out there. But for the most of us, if we're going out fishing, we're expecting to catch some fish. We're hoping to catch some fish. The net or the line is cast, and once the fish is secured, it's brought to the shore. Let me say this. As believers, we are called to be about the business of fishing. To be about the business of fishing or making disciples. And that is what the Lord has called each of us to do as we serve him. Understand this. We know the call. We know how to fish. But it takes engagement. It takes engagement. You know, Peter and Andrew understood the importance of actually casting the net. You know what? Jesus also showed them, hey, look, I'm going to do the work, but I'm going to use you to do the work, right? He says, I'm going to bring all those fish in that net. I just want you to cast it. I'll do the work, but you just obey. You follow me, and I'll do the work. You see, and he's, he's showing him the importance of here that you, you've got to cast. You've got to put the effort in. I know it sounds elementary, but if we expect to be successful fishing, we must engage in fishing. Pretty simple, right? I came up with that all by myself. If we're going to be successful at fishing for men, we must engage in fishing for men. You will never catch anything as long as the boat is in the shed. You're never going to catch anything as long as that rod and reel is left in your garage. You have to take that out and you have to go where you know the fish are. And you have to cast that net or you have to to throw that net or you have to cast that line or however you fish. I'm not a fisherman. And you've got to do, you've got to put in the effort. You've got to put in the effort. We will never reach the lost or disciple another believer apart from engaging in people's lives. We know where to fish for men. Panama City, Florida is filled with individuals who don't know Christ. We know where to fish for men. We know how to lead them to Christ. We know how to catch them. It's the gospel. We know how to do it, but are we engaging in the mission? Are we engaging in the call to be fishers of men? Listen, knowing how and where is not enough, right? We must actively engage in discipling. We must be intentional. In 2023, we must be intentional. Every day, be intentional. 
See, the call to discipleship after salvation is real. It's real. It's still real today as it was in Matthew chapter number four. The call to be fishers of men is real, and yet it is often disregarded. It is often disregarded. Church, are you concerned with the current state of the church? Do you sense in your life the need for action on your part? Not on, not on the pastor's part, not on the deacon's part, on your part. Do you sense the, the need for action on your part? Are you willing to follow Jesus and allow him to equip you to reach the world? You see, we need obedient disciples to reach the unsaved and invest in the lives of other believers. You know, Jesus' ministry started by him calling a few men to follow him. Revealing his evangelistic strategy, Jesus' concern was not with programs to reach the multitudes. Right? It wasn't with programs to reach the multitudes. No, it was with a few believers who were willing to heed the call to follow him and be fishers of men. So the question is this morning is, will you and I, in 2023, January 1st, 2023, will you and I heed the call? Follow him so that he can make us to be fishers. Thanks for listening to this sermon from Fellowship Baptist Church. Come visit us at 2501 Michigan Avenue, Panama City, Florida. For more information, check out fbcpanamacity.com.